my initial thoughts about the touch tour was that it was very useful in helping me understand the space, understand where everything is. And usually when I go into a theatre, I won't know how big the space is. I wouldn't know the dimensions. I wouldn't know how the stage looks. But because of the touch tour, because of how it was presented, in that sense, they give us the small model of the stage or the props and they use small little um, icons like the pyramids to represent certain things I could sort of gauge where everything is and paint a mental picture for myself and because there was someone speaking all the way through and throughout each um, stage set for example a ladder ladder they'll go up the ladder and then they'll speak so I know how it sounds like mm. from up there I yeah. know where they are and there wasn't a part of the performance that I was confused mm. which I was very thankful for and I felt that it was a very great idea because some of them did the touch tour blindfolded it was an option given to us and I felt that you know how we always say inclusive society. It's nice that it's not us being included into their world, but yeah. it's like we are introducing a new world to them. I think it was a very thought-provoking piece, and it was generally really enjoyable because the audio descriptions were so helpful in telling us the set, the, I mean the setting. So I didn't have to figure out where exactly they were. I didn't have to see the costumes because I really wouldn't know. But because they they told us the setting and all those things, it was easy to follow. It was I could concentrate on the content and not trying to figure some, something out. Mm. And why I say thought provoking is because um, many questions were brought up. Like for me, I would think as a person with disabilities. Do I really want to be in the mainstream school? Do I want to be in a mainstream school? Mm. And also, I mean, I was in a mainstream school and there are a lot of hardships, there are a lot of challenges that we face inside. There are things like, you know, my friends not understanding how slow I need to take things sometimes. But I guess then I, I think back to my brother also. My brother is autistic and he can't speak, so he's in a special school. In cases like this, can he still go to a mainstream school? Because it's obvious he won't cope. Mm. And I mean, it's, it's, a great, it's, it's a great initiative that, that they want um, schools to be more inclusive. And I think the main point is that special schools should still be under MOE. But because the content was written in a way, um, like at the end, the boy was saying he wanted to be in the same school as his sister. While I think that's understandable, I also think sometimes we need to think practically about things. It spurred some conversation within the audience and once the cotton call was over everyone was just so excited to talk about it. I, I, I could hear everyone around me you know, 
there was this thing about do SPAT teachers have prior training before mm. and is that really necessary? So there are many questions that came up and I think it's a very good starting point for inclusive theatre or theatre for the community. Mm. I guess I believe that community, community theatre shouldn't take a stand but it should start a conversation, it should mm. start dialogues between different communities mm. and because of that we can understand each other. There was this other heartwarming scene that the SPAT teacher was, was trying to calm one of the students down mm. and she was singing a song because she didn't know what else to do. You know? mm. And it brought me back to my brother because my brother does that too. He sometimes cannot control his emotions and his temper and he starts to hurt himself and it really hurts me and my mom because we don't know what to do it gets really challenging lah if we stop him he will hurt us he might scratch us that's the last thing we want there's sometimes we shout and scream at him to stop we try different ways but it just doesn't seem to work i can relate to that distress and the heartache because in the end, the boy was kind someone had to hold him down. And that just made me think, is that how we have to do things? Uh? Is mm. that the only way? Yes, I think it is, but mm. it still hurts. Because yeah. things like when my mom brings my brother to the playground, it's an open space for, for children to play mm. the playground. But other parents will be shielding their child and saying things like no 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 don't don't go near him things like that but my brother is normal he is he's just a bit more hyper mm. so and it it brought up the question of of what is really normal in today's society mm. do we really have to see things as spat and mainstream mm. or you know, to me, it's as simple as a kid needing tuition. They just need more time and effort mm. to, to succeed. So why are they called special education mm. um, kids? Why can't they be, I guess, classified in the same realm? Mm. You know, I get why it has to be because kids need to be in different classes to better learn, as in the teachers will cater to their needs better mm. if they are separated. And yet, when it comes to playgrounds, when it comes to play and not education, mm. common spaces that we interact in, Singapore is still quite close-minded. Yeah, so I, I thought, although the content was very thought-provoking, it made me feel mm. really uncomfortable watching sometimes but it was a good uncomfortable like I think it was supposed to make me feel that way yeah and and like I said I really liked that everyone had a choice whether they wanted the audio and visuals the, the audio description sets yeah. because then you know they get a chance to experience what's it, what it's mm. like my friend was with me she really felt it was so interesting to be to, to have one mm. and even for me that was the first time I ever had and a earpiece yeah. to go into a show mm. and it really helped 
So it's usually a friend who's the one who describes, describes this. I, I don't ask. I don't ask okay. for description because mm. I always felt it was interesting to guess for myself and find out. But then this time after watching, I felt the ease of it to get everything so easy, you know. Things were just given to me, the setting, everything that they were doing. I didn't need to guess and ponder over mm. things when the next scene went on. And I could get the play as everyone else would, mm. every other audience. I wouldn't be slower. It was really nice. And plus, the other reason why I wouldn't ask my friend for help is because I want her to be able to watch the show. I don't want her to describe it to me. And it may disrupt the, the other audience mm. as well, which I don't want. It's going to benefit the mainstream people, I guess, because mm. it educates them about us. Some people go through life not knowing that there are people who are blind or deaf. I, I won't say most, but I would say that our society is quite backward mm. today. And because of that, there's this kind of emotional distance from things. And mm. We are not being able, we are not understanding or empathizing. Yeah, mm. empathizing enough with the people around us. Mm. But if they are being exposed to these things from young, then maybe we'll know how to better interact with each other. Yeah. And also for us disabled people, I loved my time in my mainstream school. I mean, although I had a lot of challenges, but it taught me a lot. And because over there, I'm not babied at all. Mm. I'm on my own. I learn things. I learn how to be independent. It's like being thrown into the sea and you have to survive. So, and I think there's value in that as well. Mm. I think it's really what every child can handle. It's up to the parents what they want the child to go through. But I don't think that should be a rule on it or mm. a law imposed. Like it has to be this. But I do agree that special schools are very expensive because they are mostly private right. schools. Or the government schools are just, they just have such long waiting lists that can't get in. My, my brother has been on the waiting list for two years for one of the schools and he still hasn't gotten in yet. And, and plus, if he actually got into the government school, that is two to three hours of learning per week. Which is not enough. Mm. You have speech therapy and occupational therapy, and then you have two to three hours of class. Mm. And compared to a private school, for his school, it's from nine to three every day, which is definitely much more. He's yeah. learning much more than he will be at a government school. Mm. So I feel that I I definitely feel that the government can. Can, can do more about this, can can be funding more spec schools and not the ones not just the ones that teach the the syllabus here. What do you think about the puppetry? I felt like it was it provided a very light and humorous atmosphere for the performance. It was really nice to watch, it was funny, it was cute. I felt like some of the parts were quite short and I wanted to see more of it. Mm. Other than that, I thought it was really quite nice because for such a serious topic, sometimes you need just some relief. 
mm. and that puppetry elements um, provided that. Mm. So okay. It was a touch and go kind of thing. The puppets were never repeated or mainly. But there was another one that was the child at the at the conference. There was this really really big puppet built mm. with backpacks. That I thought was very effective because when they drop the puppet to to signify the them dropping the child because you could hear the, the impact it made. Yeah, it, it made a significant change in my emotional emotional mental state I felt that the play really educates people and, and it includes others it brings others into our world mm. it shows others about what it's like to be this way mm. and it's not in a charity way where, mm. where you know we are telling you a soft story oh that was the one thing that I didn't like about it touched more on what we couldn't do, what troubles we we gave the teachers. It's more about the teachers than about yeah. us. And yeah. It's a lot about how troublesome, not troublesome, but yeah, the inconveniences the teachers face when it mm. comes to us. But it didn't really show much about how how even even though we we have these situations. Most of us find a way out. That didn't really put us in an empowering light. Mm. I felt that the visual aids, the touch tour, all these things helped in helped us feel included, and it helped them, as in the mainstream people, know more about us. Mm. But because of because the play was like written this way. And it was performed this way. As 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 a person with disability, I look at it and I wonder whether is it helping me or not when I'm when I'm advocating for disability rights. So what would have made it better? One, I think one victory um, story. Mm. And there was of a, of a teacher or of a student. Both. I mean, mm. if. The, the student has a victory story, then the teacher um, is considered successful or something, mm. right? That was one story, but it was a very short one. It, it was simple. She, she didn't even know where she lived, but she ended up reciting her, her address and knowing how to spell it. A small victory, but what about those that achieved more? I think that could have made a very big difference to the struggle. I really I really hope that if we want to continue with this then they can give perspective, shed some light of how the children think, how the students mm. how they go through in the in the SPED system. The touch tour was a very um, eye-opening experience. As a sighted person, I have never gone without my sight at all. Uh, so being blindfolded and having to use my sense of touch was something I've never experienced before. I also learned that for me as a sighted person, it takes a while for my brain to, to process that I don't have my sight when the blindfold was put on me. 
it was also interesting because I realized during that touch tour, I could feel only single objects at that time. My brain just didn't understand these objects were supposed to be one whole object. So, um, as much as it's a good thing to, to let a certain person experience blindness, it was also quite nerve-wracking because I really did not know what was happen- happening. And in my case, even if someone told me to go to move my fingers anti-clockwise or clockwise, because my brain is not used to processing directions that way, I couldn't really understand. So the touch tour was an experience, but if a person does not know how to process directions in a certain way, it will be slightly more difficult than expected. I like um, that the performance spoke a lot of truth when it came to the special education scene in Singapore. It had different perspectives, as in it had perspectives of the teachers, parents, indirectly from the students as well. It was a very round, a well-rounded play in that sense. And I like the use of puppetry, the use of certain lighting that transited the audience into different scenes. What I didn't like about the play was I felt that there were certain props that were unnecessary after one or two lines said by the actors. And as much as the play tried to explain how life is about climbing ladders and it's about being a game of snake and ladders, I think in that respect, the props were a bit redundant. Another thing I didn't like was I actually asked the playwright his point of view on this during the Q&A session because I, I come from a mainstream school, as in I'm a person with disability, but I went through mainstream school all the way. So for me, uh, this whole experience of this play, I, I didn't get that as a student because for me, it, it was a whole different ballgame. So I actually addressed um, this to the playwright saying that I wish that this play wasn't just about special education, but uh, it was also about people, just basically people with special needs. Because special needs um, have very, has very different spectrums. So in that respect, I felt quite excluded. Not to say that it wasn't a good effort or it's not a good play, but I just felt very excluded on that point. The use of puppetry was a very innovative way to to add more characters to the play instead of using human actors. I mean, of course, human actors control um, the puppets, but um, the puppets bring more life to the to the children characters especially. So I really enjoyed the use of puppetry, although personally I'm I'm very uncomfortable with puppets. Maybe it didn't it it didn't relate to me directly, but what one of the scenes that really two scenes actually really hit me. One was when the teacher was talking to a parent of an ex student and the parent was like uh, worrying about the, her child's future. I think that's what 
every parent of a disabled child goes through. He or she worries about whether the child will be okay when he or she is not here. So I, I think I really related to that scene in that way. And the other scene was when the teacher was saying that she, she has a bond with her student. And I think it's really important for teachers or even uh, not just teachers, but people who, con- who come into contact with the disabled to understand that their presence in their life cannot only be uh, just for a moment because when a teacher or a mentor comes into the person's life, the person sort of models him or herself to, to, become, to become more like the teacher or to become more like the mentor that she or he is working with. So I think it's important for teachers or mentors to understand that you have to really get to know the person and sometimes it's not only about being professional as a teacher because in order to gain the, the student's trust, you have to really get to the person's heart. To me, it means a lot that finger players is actually even doing this play. It's a small ripple, but everything starts with a small ripple, I guess. So for me, nothing is too small to be. It, it just contributes to, the, to everything as a whole. To start with a touch tour. How many plays have you seen in Singapore with a touch tour? This is the first and possibly the only one that I know of. There might be others, but this is the first and only play with, with a touch tour. And I think that's a really good thing. To summarize, right, they should lessen the use of props and uh, focus on a simple message. Because I think props sometimes, as much as it engages the audience, it just takes away from the message. Those are my thoughts. My last point would be the sound designer and the captioner should not be introduced together with the cast because it kind of takes the audience away from the momentum of the play. It seemed like I thought the play was starting with all the introductions but because the sound designer and captioner are mostly technical people they don't need to be introduced on stage. To me, even the introductions themselves, they were just too long. They should have just started the play after one or two lines of introduction from the main cast.